0: There is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to Garbage Game Night, the podcast where we put on a happy face and trudge through the monotony of mediocre games, or at least Big Brother, the game critics, have told us they're mediocre. Maybe there's some treasure in there that we can enjoy at bargain prices, or maybe they were right to censor it from us. Uh, I have to introduce the guests first. Tonight, we have some all-star guests. Tom, how are you doing tonight? Whoa, an all-star? All-star team. <laughs> of what Of what sport? <laughs> Uh, podcasting, yeah, oh, podcasting wow. mediocre games, yeah. Wow. Well, okay. It's a, it's it a gets very super niche. niche field. Yeah. <laughs> In the southeast region, <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I'm getting less complimented every yeah. second. Um, speaking of compliments, I'm not saying this for for points at all. Mm-hmm. You, did you get? Did you trim your beard or do anything? your hair looks styled. Looks like you like took some care into the beautification process today.
0: Well, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, no. It's just, hey, this is just me, baby. It's, uh... <laughs> oh, wow. No, he so just woke
1: up looking
2: like
0: that. Stream lost audio. What the fuck? I see it coming through, Bob. Bob, Don't uh, you be trolling in that chat, boy. You, you trolling? You trolling me, Bob? <laughs> that was weird. Thank you, Bob. Bob is going to have 30 points on the board, and that is a, <laughs> that is a high mark for you guys. <laughs> Holy <laughs> we gotta <beat> shit. Bob. <laughs>
1: Although you've, you've definitely been more liberal with yeah, the uh, points uh, the uh, last uh, couple of times. You're <laughs> just going to yeah. really lean into the... Who's like the Drew Carey style of?
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I, I made this up.
1: <laughs> this is all original ideas, okay?
0: <laughs> As I was saying, Tom, Tom, you were saying before um, Bob helped us out that
1: that you're attractive.
0: Oh, that my beard. Thank you. Yes, you know, looking good. There's there are some score points that they don't need to go on the board. You know, they they give <laughs> heart instead. So uh, I won't give you a point for it, but. A point in my heart.
1: I was I was uh, aiming for the for the hard points. <laughs>
0: um, all right, Bob. Not Bob. <laughs> Bob's doing great. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Frank, how are you doing tonight?
2: <laughs> I, I'm doing well.
0: Glad to have you guys. Um, we're gonna get into this game pretty quickly because there's a lot I wanna wanna see with it. But first, the last game that we played was our Halloween game, and let me see if I get this right. It's Zob Zombie Land Double Tap Road Trip uh, that mm. Frank did for us. It was. It was a game, and it was a top-down <laughs> twin-stick shooter that worked surprisingly well playing as a group with just one person owning it. Um, so that was cool. The highlight to me, I think, is that Frank he he delivered. He gave me my metal box. That's not it.
2: No, it's uh, a steel box. Steel case.
0: Steel box. Steel box. DVD of Zombie Land yeah. and a box of what? Twinkies. You know what's fucked up about is, that? Which is cool. What's Wait,
2: that? did you notice something when you picked it up?
0: It has your your Christian name on it.
2: Well, no, that, that... <laughs> no. It, it it feels like the disc is just loose inside of it.
0: Oh, it does it. I haven't shaken it around.
2: No, yeah, like the guy handed it to me. I was like, almost, I was like, what? I was like, okay, you know. I was like, do I say something now? And I'm like, eh, I mean, I don't think Chris is gonna really watch it anyway. But it's it's kind of Wait, you like you, you know that guy it? handed it to me. He knew it was flopping around the inside of that thing. Like, is it yeah, you can, sealed? You can hear it. It's sealed, yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: should I open it and find out what's happening?
2: Yeah, you should see how scratched up it is. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the YouTube of that is live. If you want to check that out, the honestly, the recording quality of my uh, mic on that one, because I was doing some renovations, are less than stellar. <laughs> it's loose in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we fixed the uh, we have fixed the recording issues tonight, so I should sound crispy and clean. Yeah. I mean, it's a plastic case inside. There's no scratches on it. Okay. actually there's a, there's some scuff lines there's some yeah. scuff lines. yeah okay. it's, it's... <laughs> yeah but it wasn't it was not in the in the holder it's a nice yeah. case though
1: you know yeah it probably Sounds, spent most good. of its life stationary you know
0: yeah yeah let's talk real quick about what's going on with uh that's what what is this about <laughs> oh <laughs> let's talk oh, real that's quick. <laughs> for voting. <laughs> let's talk about what's going on with games, uh the gaming world or games that you're playing. Um not the biggest uh news in the world by any means, but Frank let us know they put Vermintide two on sale and damn, that's a that's a fun game. We've all been playing it and uh and
2: Today's the last day. Well, when this podcast comes out, it's already gonna be too late. But anyone else, if late. you're listening live. It's fun and
0: they're they're building the hype fun. for Dark Tide, which is coming out end of this month, I think. And uh, it, hey, it's worked. You know, I'm I'm hyped for it. It's a it's a fun. It's it's left for dead with Ratman, and that's a that's a strong foundation. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> want,
2: you know, the whole you told the time you're playing. You're like, man, I really wish there were some rats here. You know, I could just squish squishing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, I could be lobbing some heads off of rats. So that would that would make any game better, you know. All right, I did want to mention an article actually sent around to you guys. I thought it was pretty interesting, at least the concept of it, from uh, thegamer.com. An article titled "Stop Remaking Good Games and Start Remaking Games That Could Have Been Good," which is, I think, pretty central to the thrust of what our podcast is about: finding games that could have been a lot better, you know, um, games that were underfunded or something went wrong in the development process. <laughs> that sure
1: is our thrust. <laughs> <laughs>
0: In uh, in recent history, just very recent history, what what has been announced or what we've gotten, there's Resident Evil 4, Silent Hill 2, Left 4 Dead, or sorry, not Left 4 Dead, uh, Last of Us Part 1 they're remaking, uh, Resident Evil 2 also, they're remaking Rich, uh, The Witcher 1, and they're going to remaster Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, did which,
1: these games uh, just fucking come out? Like... A lot
0: of
2: them did, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, it's uh, crazy,
2: Horizon Zero Dawn, but...
0: Yeah, and that's, I don't know. I feel like PlayStation does this way too much.
2: Because I get it when you want to port the same game to another system. But to, but to call it a remaster, that's a bit more work, you know what I mean? It's a little yeah, bit more I mean, than that, a port. That's,
0: that's what Horizon Zero Dawn is. It's, it's PS4 to PS5, right? But for, for the Uncharted games, they released Uncharted 1, 2, 3, a Vita game, and then they remastered and, uh, and packed them all together into one game. Then they did Uncharted 4, and then an expansion for 4, and then they did a remaster of 4 in its DLC, so they just put them together. And that spanned PS3, PS4, and PS5. And that, I don't know, I feel like, if a game's on the last gen system you can't legitimize remastering it to me they're they're good games or so i'm told but they don't it's not like you need to be in a constant state of preserving them and and remastering them like they're some criterion collection kind of movie you know it's just this i don't know but also we're in an age where i guess like it's uh, some games are difficult to play if systems don't do, do backwards compatibility or if they're only digital downloads and they remove them from your library which can happen sometimes then outside
1: um, of backwards compatibility i don't understand the, the pitch for it i yeah. really I, I feel like it's just a waste of money like yeah i i get the idea of like if you couldn't access it any other way then fine yeah like bring it on and shine it up you know but yeah like
0: final fantasy 7 was remade in such a way that it's it's only the core characters and plot in play anymore there's like there's no gameplay mechanics and it's been uh has it been 20 years yeah it's been more than 20 years for final fantasy 7 so, and oh, like yeah no one's gonna get a hold of a PS2 to play that PS1 game. So it's like, okay, that's fine. But yeah, these ones that are like, the game came out less than 10 years ago and you're remaking it, I, I, I can't get on board.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a difference between just, you know, porting it and then actually remaking it to yeah. some extent. Cause like, also, the thing you have to think about too is if it had online features or multiplayer, you know what I mean? It makes sense that sure. they want to get it to the newer system. Um, I think a lot of, I think PlayStation is more of a troublemaker in this area because yeah. xbox has been pretty good with backwards compatibility and a lot of times what they would do with you know when the 360 and then the xbox one uh you know there was that crossover um they would just re they would re-release the game but in a box that would basically tell you hey you could it's it's basically a, P- a xbox 360 game but it also works on the xbox one right. um and so the disc was really just the same xbox 360 game but you know, you would know it's already backwards compatible, but it just kind of helped you know when you were buying things. But it wasn't a re-release of the game; it was just a reprinting, um, right? Which right, I think right. is is uh, is fine. But yeah, yeah that, when you that's go fine. actually do a real remake, it's just yeah. A lot of times, it's, it just seems like just a cheap thing for them to churn out.
0: Yeah, and I, I think another part of this article was pointing out that, well, it was more of their wish that developers would stop spending their times on these games. You know, it's like Naughty Dog is put out some really great games and for them to keep investing their time in the same game that they've made before, just, I don't know, feels like a waste, right? You want to see some new innovative things. And dead space was the one that I skipped over. That's getting a complete remake. Um, yeah. And that was 2008. So that's 14 that's, years that's, ago. That's 12, it's been
2: a while. Well, no, yeah. That's yeah. Over. That's why you think it's 2020.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that came out on PS three, Xbox 360, and windows i don't know as as mostly a pc gamer too i like i <laughs> there's no backwards compatibility issues usually yeah unless um even dos games you can run in an emulator in a browser now so <laughs> um yeah i'm not i'm not too yeah, it's usually like in... the
2: the mid-2000s games that are weird like the old games we got yeah. really well but the, like i want to say the Early to mid-2000s. Sometimes they just don't play right for whatever reason. It's hard to diagnose.
0: So that's what really grinds my gears. Um, (laughs) But uh, anything else that you guys have been playing that you you'd want to mention? Oh, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I'd be remiss not to mention the biggest video game in the history of the world, which has uh, earned $1 billion in revenue in its first 10 days. American War
2: Crime Simulator, baby!
0: yeah <laughs> it plays it off as being so cool doing those war crimes yeah
1: you get <laughs> drunk strike people yeah, uh, yeah can i ask and, a, uh, an a- ignorant question about yeah. it uh so we played modern warfare 2 back in the completely day
0: completely different game that was modern warfare 2 this, yeah. is, this is modern, modern warfare, warfare 2. 2 tom dumbass <laughs> <laughs> the son of the bitch. <laughs> so, so, so it's,
1: it's a totally different plot and everything no yeah uh so, no, so it's a well, remaster it is a different, or not no it's a, different. <laughs> it's
0: a remake this is a remake because they took all remake. the characters even ones that died in modern warfare 2 okay. and just kind of rebooted it with different enemies different characters but like if i say the name soap and ghost you're like yes. oh yeah from the yes. from the, the storyline of modern warfare 2 yes for whatever reason the uh, reasons i can't put my finger on those characters were memorable and that's the only first-person shooter campaign that I have ever any memory of and that's the same with everyone it just it worked for some reason it was a memorable single-player experience so they know that and they're like we're just gonna yeah we're just gonna reuse all the characters and just reimagine it and they did and but uh, different yeah. things happen different things happen and um yeah
2: yeah you yeah. have to calm people down by pointing a gun at them
0: it's true. That's, a,
2: that's how you de-escalate
0: yeah you de-escalate by pointing a gun at them.
2: wow the, the American uh, way
0: most of the, the main plot a is chasing a down so, a, uh, most of the main plot is chasing down a uh, Middle Eastern terrorist named Hassan who's a streamer which is very funny
1: he's
2: a streamer and then yeah, uh, they, they, they sponsored Hassan, Hassan to play Hassan, it on stream who, did they sponsor him? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a sponsored stream <laughs>
0: That's Uh, funny. I saw some clips of him playing it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Him yelling Obama as he's drone striking a building.
0: Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's um I mean, it 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 tries to go for some of the same like kind of chilling separation of taking lives that the original Modern Warfare does. But I don't know. I feel like old Call of Duty was a little more capable of if it if it even tried to make any commentary on political stuff, but now call of duty is just kind of the bro arcade shooter thing and i don't know i don't know if it can
1: i think it's better to be the bro <laughs> arcade shooter thing yeah
0: yeah and i mean it's it hey that's its niche and it does it really well it, i haven't played the multiplayer the only thing that's out right now is um the modes and multiplayer just kind of like you know search and destroy team deathmatch that kind of thing um dmz mode which is a new mode which they haven't revealed a lot about um is coming out soon and then their Warzone is coming out which they did a preview of and it looks exactly like the old Warzone, um just with new i guess there's a new engine underneath all of it and i'm sure everyone in the world will play it and it'll be extremely successful and make billions of more dollars so good for you activision <laughs> <laughs> they needed <laughs> but, uh, that money you know they did that small indie company yeah
2: poor little activision
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the game we're playing this evening. Uh, Let me set the scene for you. The year is 2015. The developer is Compulsion Games. Their first game was a game called Contrast. You can see it has a very unique art style. Oh, okay. So you might have seen it on on a Steam sale or arcade store. It's a unique looking mostly actually side scroller game that plays around with 2D and 3D elements using shadows. Um, and superimposing space along uh, with kind of a film noir vibe. It oh, has wow. an interesting aesthetic. That's really cool. Yeah, um, you you're kind of transform into the shadows, and now you're you're um, side-scrolling, platforming, um, and then you break out of the shadows. Yeah, it's an interesting-looking game. Um, it was it was rated okay, but after they finished that, they're moving into their next game, and this French-Canadian developer, Compulsion, announced at PAX East 2015 that they were developing pause they were developing the game We Happy Few which oh. I have a announcement trailer of here which starts with a live action person with kind of a, a painted face Wait is
1: that a, t- that's tonight's game?
0: That is tonight's game We Happy Few.
1: Oh my goodness, I know a, a little bit about this game. Oh,
0: wow, how about that? All right, well it's transfer the announcement trailer shows kind of what the town looks like, everyone with kind of painted on happy faces or masks, everyone's yeah. happy. Hey. And um how do I describe this? The first person view of this game is that you're starting to run away from the, the townspeople are chasing you down because maybe you're not happy enough got some bioshock feel yeah so um from the announcement trailer of it here's some of the points from the steam page we happy few is a tale of a plucky bunch of moderately terrible people trying to escape from a lifetime of cheerful denial in the city of wellington wells in this alternative 1960s england conformity is key you'll have to fight or blend in with the drug-addled inhabitants most of whom don't take kindly to people who won't abide by their not so normal rules Discover the retrofuturistic city's dark history as you play through the intertwined narratives of three quietly rebellious citizens of Wellington Wells, each with their own strengths and weaknesses as they face their past, prepare for the future, and engage in activities that aren't exactly status quo in the artificially enthused society, and as a dystopia of your very own, which is to say that each playthrough is unique as they are procedurally generated. Yeah, and I remember this game getting quite a bit of, of hype. I remember seeing the trailers for this game and being impressed. But then, to be honest, just completely dropped off my radar. I wasn't sure what happened, hadn't thought about it. And then it, I think it showed up in my Humble Bundle monthly. And I was like, oh, yeah, this this game, what happened to this? And that's what this episode is about. Oh, but, so uh, I own this. Oh, do you? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean... It, oh, it, I think it came in Humble, Humble Bundle. Okay, Ma- and I maybe never I it because I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, have you guys... Do you remember seeing this trailer? Have you have you heard oh, of yeah. it before? Yeah? Yeah, I've yeah.
2: seen... I, actually, maybe I have it on Play...
1: I think I have it somewhere. I think Xbox had it
0: too oh it was on the xbox right? um game pass probably
1: M- yeah maybe i remember um seeing it and i don't i don't
0: i didn't uh download it, yeah. it cool. did this
2: come out around the same time as a uh, hello neighbor
0: yes it did yes this was 2018 mix the
2: two together uh, yeah the art reason. style
0: is kind of that really polished unreal engine look is the only way i can describe it, it yeah. like I don't, I don't know all these games when they come out of the same engine they kind of have oh actually hello neighbor was a year uh, earlier um, but yeah, they, they kind of somehow come out with the same so look. I and, thought this was
2: like a sequel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, but how's the pitch sound, um, of, you know, it's kind of this maybe big brother, uh, drugged society and you're breaking out of it.
1: It sounds cool. It, it, um, Frank, I think hit the nail on the head. It seems kind of like Bioshock before it all went to shit,
0: you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> That's actually what I in my notes here. So first impressions of the game, I was gonna say it feels very Bioshock inspired. There's really no way around that. Uh, Bioshock hugely popular series that was just a couple. This came out just a couple years after Bioshock Infinite, I think that was 2013 or 14. And you've got some kind of clockwork orange, ultraviolence vibes, some V for Vendetta taking on the establishment. Um, So this was originally announced in 2015, and they did some demos. They did some early access as well which we'll talk about but uh yeah the, the from the early uh, demos uh, commentators love the style of it um and yeah i got, got a lot of hype initially so we're just gonna jump in and watch frank play some of it if i gave him enough time to start installing
2: it's uh still downloading
0: well first i will reveal the prize this evening because i want you guys to fight for it and uh fight I, you know, fight I did find a mask that actually someone had made from this game. The the, like the mask style in we happy few it is has a specific style to it and could could do that could but uh, (laughs) I thought I try and do like the better versions of everything when we do prizes right. So um, over here I've got the fifth of November just uh, happened so. Oh, I could have done Guy Fox, but here is the <laughs> Splicer Bunny mask from Bioshock, ooh, ooh. and I've already halfway printed it, and it looks cool. It's full size, and uh, if you're That's into that really kind cool. of thing, no judgment. Also, as as Frank plays through this evening, we are doing Achievement Hunter. Uh, so if you if you ooh. can think of anything as we go that would get achievements and what the names might be.
2: Pretty um, suggestive. For, okay, uh, not so happy
0: <laughs> you think there's one called not so happy yeah. okay uh no no nothing like uh, that i, I will
1: uh, i will enter a uh one as well uh, how about happy birthday
0: no 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 nothing with birthday i'm sorry damn it sorry uh um, oh, you want to we'll keep be- going okay i guess we're killing time <laughs> 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 go frank,
1: frank's like we have to
0: do this <laughs> what what'd you say frank
2: happy, happy go lucky
0: no nothing with the lucky um i I have something that's going to be a little more focused so we're not just shooting in the dark (laughs) (laughs) throughout this evening i do have a whole bunch of trivia here but we do have a bunch of dystopian trivia this evening so i hope you guys are ready with your high school level reading and uh knowledge of dystopian films and games i'll I'll give you a little couple here let's see who wrote
1: 1984 george orwell george
0: orwell yeah Yeah, too slow frank god where were you (laughs) I was over. Here. Okay. Um, right
1: after I said it, I was like, "You're wrong, you idiot." No, <laughs> like, you were right. Yeah. Like my like, like, <laughs> a part of my brain that got really it was like. You
0: fucking <laughs> idiot. I always uh, when, whenever I try and name one of them, I always switch Orson Welles and um, George Orwell. I don't know why. It's there's it's the well, you know. Yeah, it, it's mm. it's yeah. <laughs> uh, one more 1984 trivia here. Why was it called
2: 1984? Um, that's the year it was set in.
0: I'm um, sure. wh- okay. If it was, why was that the year it was set in? I'm pretty sure you're right.
1: Why? The word rush, something about Russia is coming to my mind. The gnomes are bringing forward the, they're like, on, Russia, Russia. It is some, said in
0: 1984, you're not wrong, but I guess what I was getting at Frank, was, Cold I'll, I'll war? G- give you a half point. Or? Uh, the Forever War? The Forever War?
1: Well, that's well, in just.
2: The there's in 1984, it's basically an endless war. That, yeah. They're going against Eurasia and Europa. Oce- Oceania. Oceania, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but, um, well, it was called... I'll give you half a point for... I mean, it was set in 1984. Yeah, that's, why, that's why they but, called uh, it that, yeah. But it was written in 1948, and which is just an inversion yeah, um, of there. 1984, because no oh, what's going to be in the future? being slick. But... <laughs> Uh, that's the common like trivia factoid, but realistically, like if apparently nobody knows that's that's why it was really called that, or if, if that's the reason that they picked. Ni- he picked 1984. He said, "Man, that's pretty so. far
2: away. All kinds of crazy yeah. shit could happen by then." Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe he. That, that's they could have flying cars, for all I know.
0: It's it one sounds of my favorite things so It's a good fact, you know.
1: Old movies that show the future, so that are like, "It's the yeah, 2010," and it's <laughs> like we're all like flying <laughs> Instead of being like we had a housing crisis, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: everything's gone.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, the video game Homefront. In, in the plot of that game, the 2008 crash continued, causing the collapse of the U.S. and European economies. Which nation invades the U.S. in that China. game? China. China, Tom says. Frank, opportunity to just pr- pr- give us another <laughs> answer. I just remember you not, did a lot of graffiti in that game um there was graffiti i yeah. guess there was and i'm pretty of,
2: sure that that was a part of the thing maybe there was i'm lots mis- of
0: genocide in that game
2: oh, yeah, I, I never played it though so i don't know i'm gonna say he said china i'm gonna go the, i'm gonna go with the other one uh russia
0: no no think more red dawn but rebooted wasn't red dawn russia yeah but red, it was china red dawn was, oh, the, was, it? Did or I I was korea it was, there you I, go yeah, I, yeah it was korea it was north korea I didn't yeah. think I, I think that's right. I don't think I messed that up.
2: It was uh, oh, I don't know, it was some type of Asian. Asian.
0: Yeah, Bob knows. Bob knows another point on the board for Bob. bob 31 points. Uh Frank Frank got it on his second guess. Right, I'll give you another half point. You're up to 1 point. <laughs> um yeah, that game was like very dark. Uh but that doesn't make sense um, when you think about it. But. I know well, the, they go so to North Paris was, and
1: just land in the ocean.
0: well in in the game i think like they said the economic collapse affected europe and the united states so like they had been on the decline to the point where North government.
2: Korea could take us over.
0: Well, because they were so isolated, we didn't know that they had been building an army the entire time and they invaded. They don't have that much there. land. <laughs> yeah.
1: They ain't got that much land. <laughs> yeah. China, you can say, yeah. I mean, there's like they a
2: gajillion of them. They, they were build building an army over fucking all day like long. rabbits. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. They, had, they had an immense tunnel system. They've been hiding everyone in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I beat this game on, um, i think it was on ps3 or something oh man i didn't realize the reviews for this game it's got uh hey, 25 percent <laughs> on recent and uh maybe it's because it's unplayable now or something overall it might be yeah since all the most recent reviews are negative it's probably something like that the year the is 2027 so it's been like 20 years 15 years of economic meltdown in the oh, meantime, well. yeah, they were re- reproducing like wild, and uh, <laughs> now they're ready to invade. Yeah, Even though Koreans have been
2: fucking ever since they found out. Yeah, abandoned,
0: right. <laughs> abandoned by her former allies, the United States is a bleak landscape of walled towns and abandoned suburbs. This is a police state where high school stadiums have been detention centers and shopping malls, shelter, armor, attack vehicles. A once free people are now prisoners or collaborators. Or, oh, this is, this is after they invade. Oh, yeah, then they were crippled by a devastating EMP attack. And we were powerless to resist the ever-expanding occupation of a savage, nuclear-armed, greater Korean republic.
1: (laughs) I, I can never read this phrase, powerless to resist, and not think of, like... Like the shirtless romance stories, I was powerless to resist <laughs> North Korea's advances. EMP off abs. my panties. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I started the game, and there's like a credit sequence.
0: This dystopian game featured uh, a dystopia caused by a mutant fungus. A mutant fungus. Oh, is this the, the Last of Us? It is the Last of Us. Hooray. Yes. Three points for Tom. Whoa! <laughs> Just making shit up. All right, so I was just
1: gonna yeah. say, I was like, I am not gonna beat Bob. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so you're gonna play as Arthur, Arthur. on normal difficulty. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> not not an author, but Arthur. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: familiar with the name.
0: Oh, we're loading.
1: Uh, mouse and keyboard. Even this is kind of Bioshocky, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like the this screen, the Act One with like the gray. And... I'm a redacting stuff.
2: A yes, you appear to be. 1984.
0: ministry of truth kind of style you're going through the archives and picking lines of text in a newspaper to redact
1: it's funny there are games that are out that are literally like just this
0: you're probably can anyone name the game that is
1: Uh, you were playing it i remember you were talking about it (laughs) you're yeah. having to check paperwork and i was like how the fuck are you having oh fun you're so doing close
0: this? you almost said it right, check papers paper please
1: work, paper papers fuck. please
0: point for frank <laughs> yeah papers please is a game i was gonna mention a little later too so you have seen a newspaper clipping that mentions arthur hastings and his brother and you're sort of having like a, a crisis gonna pop open your joy container looking at your looking at your joy so now you have a choice to, uh, hold to remember or V to take your joy. What's f- oh, and Frank has knocked it off the table, missing out on an achievement. The game will end immediately if you choose to take your joy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, that achievement is snug as a bug on a drug. Ooh, Just taking joy at the very beginning of the game. Ooh. Nose to the grindstone,
2: you know. Then why haven't I heard a single whoosh through the door since 10 o'clock? Did you forget we're having Deirdre's birthday party? Oh. We've got a pinata.
0: Pinata.
1: Brilliant.
2: Of course.
0: Have you forgotten your choice? Is is one of the of achievements, of Big Brother? It's like
2: it's a on a drug.
0: Well, come on then. Oh, he said up. it. They just said
2: it. Uh,
0: oh, didn't know. Oh wait. No, wait. no, nothing about Big Brother or uh brother. Nothing at all. God damn it. I'm Start taking uh, points away for terrible achievement guesses. Oh, <laughs> no, that was fine. <laughs> All right, so now you have to go through and do some uh, redacting. Frank's gonna make some des- decisions himself with the redactor about approving and denying things. He's approved the history of him well, and his brother. I expect you in the room presently. Don't dawdle. Yes, don't she expects you presently, know. Frank. Don't dawdle. Oh. Who wrote the book Fahrenheit 451? Ray Bradbury. Hmm. I guess I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you two points for that, Tom. Right. Uh, what dystopian film starred Bruce Willis, Madeline Stowe, and Brad Pitt? Twelve Monkeys. Wow, oh, he's all over this. Is Tom gonna get all the movies too. That's usually, usually, usually Frank. Frank.
1: Yeah. Frank. Yeah.
0: He's focused on escaping from this. I've never the seen Twelve though. Monkeys. Uh, oh wow. I know. Uh, forget hey, to watch hey, Frank, it. remember what we talked about before we started playing? there's there's no collectibles here though there's no collectibles here anything you pick up you'll lose also so just go you're
2: off at the party
0: aren't you so (laughs)
1: you told uh, him to not be himself when he plays the game
0: (laughs) i just said like well i want to make sure we see as much as possible so don't explore every everything what you replaced your battery and you're doing more now what the
2: (laughs) no i'm at some other one i'm at somebody else's desk Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I'm this doing was an someone option. else's work.
0: <laughs> she told you to get to the conference room, and you sat down at someone else's desk. Oh, well, you're so <laughs> dedicated to God. I'm
2: fucking up everything, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're approving everything. Oh, yeah, man, the people this guy's gonna the get truth. killed. <laughs> um, this guy's getting the
2: death penalty. Yes, <laughs> really. Funny. Twelve
0: monkeys, though, is that f- in this game that I didn't know that Wikipedia considered a dystopian future? You work in a world where defendants are guilty until proven innocent, and trials can only last three days, automatically ending with a guilty verdict if the time limit or the credibility of the player runs out. I think not. In which Ooh. you play a defense attorney, a game where you are a defense attorney. Where you're, a dis- uh,
2: ace attorney law?
0: Ace attorney, that's right. It's a dystopian that's future where everyone's guilty until proven in- in- innocent. Didn't know that. That's that's. that's I didn't awesome. know that either. I just assumed. That <laughs> I've just it seen was... the meme before. That's all. Yeah. The, the, the attorney, Frank. Guilty. Frank is doing so much extra work when he's supposed well, to be going I, and to the party. Well,
1: I'm
2: now in, I'm in Prudence's place, and Prudence apparently yeah, is in been missing because yeah. there's rotten fruit.
0: Just so I'm, I'm doing everything. overtime for her. <laughs> <laughs> making sure she doesn't get in trouble that's that's thoughtful yeah. which company did a 1984 style commercial for Super Bowl 18
2: um uh, macintosh
0: it was apple macintosh yes wow famous commercial that cost millions of dollars where they threw the sledgehammer through the big screen that was supposed to be them breaking windows or microsoft's hold on everyone uh, wow not impressed it made a big impact, Tom.
1: Huh? No, I was <laughs> talking about it, Tom. I, I just didn't. I didn't know. I didn't. Uh, I don't know. I feel dumb. It was kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> what, when? When? What year is this?
0: This is Super Bowl. It was actually in 1984 that that commercial came out.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Apple 1984 I wonder
1: commercial. why it didn't make impression. I wasn't alive.
0: <laughs> well, it's popular as far as like branding things go. I'm playing it on stream right now. Mm. It's like it's got people in these like. Yeah, it's dystopian, oh, future-looking things. Yeah, they're they're marching to go to their computers, and there's this lady, is she like
1: an Olympian or something.
0: Yeah, like, maybe she is an Olympian, but loudspeaker yelling oh, at people. Oh yeah,
1: that's, that's Big Brother, big time. Yeah. Why the fuck did this cost millions
0: of dollars? <laughs> Look at the costumes. There's so many people, so many extras. Things are expensive, Tom. Right? He didn't know. He didn't know things were expensive. <laughs>
1: It seems like in this world, everything she's wearing, too, would be like... Like, she's like, I knitted it all myself! Like, what, Like, where'd she get it all? It was directed by Ridley
0: Scott. <laughs> yeah.
1: Whoa! Ever, it blew everyone's mind.
0: Oh, sorry. There's important things going on. So they found the piñata? Or you have made it to the party where the piñata is? You smash the piñata till the treats come out. Hit it! Hit it! She's encouraging you to hit it?
1: Why does everyone wear masks? Will that be addressed? And your
0: your joy has sort of your facade of the world is broken and you realize that wasn't a pinata, that was a rat?
1: Oh my god.
0: And they're all just eating it. And she's recognizing that you're off your joy. She's encouraging you to take it. But you're backing up.
1: He's a downer. Oh lord, he's a downer. We've got a downer.
0: Stop taking your joy, you're a downer. Now Frank's on the run. Probably a bad time to us for that. Oh shit. Okay, he's crawling through some vents and things seem to be falling apart.
1: Wow, they were... So their version of the world is like
0: really delusional. (laughs) Yeah. So now the, the, the Bobbies are chasing after him. In other British terms. You got a pipe, but you're getting beaten in the head anyway. Uh, and then it goes black. Use All
1: right. It's like it, there's no time.
0: Dang. So you got knocked out. Happy is the country with no past. Yeah, Ooh. and there's like sort of film burn effects going on in the transitions that you were talking about earlier, Tom, as it kind of giving off Bioshock vibes. There's phonographs, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which I don't think is... Are phonographs that... I don't think that kind of... Monograph is appropriate for 1960. It's speakers. I mean, they were still but, around. Yeah, I'm sure they were around more than they were now. But yeah. but speakers existed. Yeah. I still have the uh, the 1984 <laughs> advertisement from uh, the Apple 1984 advertisement Wikipedia page up, and the estate of George Orwell um, considered it an infringement upon 1984 and uh, sent Apple a cease and desist. You would. He- <laughs> All right. Uh,
1: speak- Come here. on, man. Someone will probably go out and buy, be like, hey, what's that? they be like, oh, it's from what this book. And then they'll buy the fucking book.
0: Yeah, think about your brand, 1984. This is free advertising, <laughs> dude. All right, so you've woken up off the floor, which you're apparently all right.
2: Uh, crushed.
1: So they just left you there like they were like well that's how do you handle that
0: yeah so it is it is confusing they they seemingly just left you you did hear some voices as you got knocked out and I don't know this I assume is the case that because um, we mentioned once there are three interweaving storylines my guess is that one of the other storylines is going to overlap and you're going to like run into that room and chase off those guards and leave Arthur on the ground yeah but speaking of 1984, I think this is my last 1984 one, don't worry. Uh, what is the math equation used in 1984 that is used to represent acceptance of any truth from the government?
1: Oh, shit.
0: Like a, a not true math equation that is said a few times, and it's just used as a point to prove that the citizens agree with anything the government says. One plus one, plus equals, one equals three. three. That's, I, yeah, you guys are right on the nose, but it's the wrong numbers. <laughs>
2: One two plus two, one plus one two equals,
0: equals two <laughs> yeah. five. No, it's two plus two equals five. Yeah, yeah, that's two plus two equals five. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you point one, Tom, and point two, Frank. You got you because you finished nice. it off. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank is making his way through the underground at this point. He's picking up some bobby pins. I don't, think don't. Oh, it. <laughs> so Arthur's power is that if he chooses to sit down, he pulls out his newspaper and looks inconspicuous, because he blends in, because he's so ordinary. <laughs> it's very British. And throughout the game, Frank's picking up some papers and stuff. You can learn more in-world lore through, um, you know, scraps of paper, um, like newspaper kind of stuff. As well as there are some mask symbols throughout the world, which will make him have flashbacks, um, and you just kind of learn what happened to your brother. Percival trying to find him. What happened to him? And he's picking up a lot of collectibles along the way too. Bobby pins, duct tape, the kind of things you'd expect to see in a survival game.
2: Do <laughs> well, I need Bobby pins to open up uh, cabinets?
0: Yeah, Bobby pins, the, the go-to for unlocking any cabinet. Now, mm-hmm. will this game fall to the trope of doing the uh, Elder Scrolls it's Bobby so pin it's unlocking? It's I don't know, we'll find it's out. It's it's so we can craft a dirty bandage.
1: about nothing to see here?
0: As an achievement? I'll, I'll give you a point. Um, there's one called The Importance of Not Being Seen. It's more, it has to do with stealth, but- Oh, that seems like you were very generous to me. Sometimes I'm generous, you know? Uh-huh. Tell you what, I'll round you up to nine, since you were at 8.1. Whoa! Uh, a dead guy on the ground there, and you picked up his, I know, some sort of zapper thing? Oh, you find your first mask, it's gonna send you into a flashback.
1: We'll look out for each other.
0: All right, you're hearing some dialogue between the brothers so many bobby pins oh my god there's just so many bobby pins anyway yeah keep exploring oh you can sleep more bobby pins love bobby you're gonna you know your hair is gonna look so good my man Did you pick that guy right up off the floor it's, it gives everyone a name too it says drop rupert underhill more of a throw if we're being honest cool so you're zapping the keycard reader to hack into the room oh no oh, jump scare all right
1: is that the guy that was on the ground
0: no nah, no although it was confusing oh. that frank picked up a guy to walk into the room to get jump scared by a guy who looks exactly like him
1: yeah, i really <laughs> did think that I was
0: that so was frank's in a fist fight right now you're i mean you can block you can throw a glass bottle at him if you want to oh you killed him oh he's unconscious all right as frank makes his way through this room some more um Another trivia for you. In this highly rated dystopian game, humanity is oppressed by interdimensional races known as... Interdimensional races? It's actually a group of inter- interdimensional races, but they've come to planet Earth and they are oppressing everyone. Have you is living in, like, X-Men? colonies? No. It's a it's one of the most highly rated games of all time. That they of will time? never Time? <laughs> make... <laughs> that they will never make a third entry to the series of.
1: That's oh, a... you're you're being so informative.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. become a meme okay. at this point that they cannot make the third entry.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, yeah. Half-Life. That's right. Uh,
0: so stupid. So stupid. I'm going to take points away from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank looks like he has gotten to the ladder and he's climbing up out of a bomb shelter hatch looking place.
1: At this point, it feels like you just got to live down there now. So uh, does everyone wear those masks or is that how their face is everyone is wearing the mask
0: yeah and i don't, and I don't including know including arthur
1: a... like is arthur wearing a mask
0: yes uh, let's find out hit I or look at your character frank i'm not sure if you're wearing it right now no yeah i don't think so yeah you don't have anything on your I head either.
1: god this seems like the first thing so I, think, I would do i think everyone like,
0: in wellington wells has the mask on it just but seems as like you'll find you, more people you they want to blend in Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, I I don't have a good answer for that.
1: (laughs) And it's like, it's like the whole thing is they're going to find out that I have emotions. If there's, if there was only a way to cover
0: that. (laughs) Hey, Frank. Oh, there it goes. Whoa. Did everything just phase in for you? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. You were looting things off a table that weren't there. I was like, I ran up to this kind of like a tea table kind of thing. Like a mad hat or tea table situation um, in my game, and there was lots of stuff, and it was empty on yours. Um, and if this was a Fallout kind of game, what Frank is choosing to do is to pick up every single thing he sees, like teacups and plates, um, and just carry them around his inventory. You can do that if you want. Sort of exploring the the gardens. What is this area called? I forget. Um, it's it's not Wellington Wells. It's outside of it. Derelict houses and stoves and counters and stuff. He's just searching through everything. Oh, God. It's giving you the prompt that people won't notice I you really if you're uh potatoes. seated. I'm not sure I want to eat it.
1: I'm sorry, if I like was walking through my house and there was a person sitting in a newspaper. It doesn't matter how inconspicuous. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, you
0: don't understand how British he is. <laughs> <laughs> in the perfect 1993 film Demolition Man, who Ooh, yeah. is the Cram Demolition movie.
1: Man? Um with why is there
0: is snipes? It... So Frank says Wesley Snipes. What you got, Tom? I'm I'm gonna go Sylvester Stallone. It is Sylvester Stallone and for an extra five points. What is this character's name? Fuck. Um. It's a it's a badass name. Perfect <sighs> name for a perfect film. No, I don't know it. It is John Spartan. Oh, I. Yeah. So oh, damn. A... Let me give you a point there for. All right. In the non-fiction found footage uh, real film uh, District 9, what slang term do the South Africans call the aliens?
1: Crawfish?
0: <laughs> Close. <laughs> Frank for the Close. <laughs>
2: Hold on. Uh pr- 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 prawns.
0: Prawns uh, is correct. <laughs> it's <is> prawns. <bronze. laughs>
1: it's <laughs> a good example of my brain fetching something oh yeah, right right yeah.
0: go. we got some darts nice that's good darts will be helpful in the future so many bobby pins and you also are carrying an entire dish set just in case you need to set up I might a tea party have a
2: spot of tea later.
0: <laughs> it's true you could just outright die if you if you're just running through the fields you got some stamina Let's see what else we got there's a, there's a bunch of broken down cars you can open the the boots the health meter on top And there's also a little joy meter on top um oh you can hide in the car i never did that before interesting oh
1: he doesn't have a mask to get
0: back home yeah to so these people outside well, of wellington well wells they're called well, wastrels
1: uh, i live in the parade <laughs> you won't get past that door not without one of them disposable electrical cars that all the bobbies have the bobbies wait so this mother. guy's not Scary. Why don't you just no. live out here? Game He's just over. a guy
0: who lives out here.
1: Don't you want to go back home? Why wouldn't you just join him?
0: Yeah. Well, you want to find you out what happened to your brother, but. Oh, okay. Brother you got to get a lay of the land also.
1: I forgot about the brother. I was just thinking about, like, this place is bad. I should live somewhere else. And it'd be like, well, problem solved. Found it.
0: <laughs> so you found a fellow who is going to help you um, get through to the next district um, with, the, you know, key card stuff locks. But he wants you to go hunt down some uh, medals of his from the war. That's all he has left. But they took it because they thought it was funny. And who is they? We're going to go find out.
1: Obviously, it just is a fetch quest, but like... it feels very like, on, I wish they could have like upped the importance a little bit of that. I've like, okay, lost okay. my medals.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> in the war, like well, like instead of him being like, yeah, I'd help you but there's like a function here that I can't get by unless we have this thing. I'd be like, oh, okay.
0: Frank is running yeah, but can on. Can you imagine going
1: to a guy and being like, hey, can you help me? Like, I'm trying to figure out what happened to my brother. Like, he might be in like grave danger. And he'd be like, can you help me find my knickknacks
0: first? <laughs> I understand, so like, but I've lost me medals
1: <laughs> like did you hear what i said though i feel like it trumped what you were what you were saying okay
0: um in the dystopian world of los angeles or the film escape from la what is Ooh. the main character's name also shared by a video Snake game char- what was
1: it Snake Pliskin, Snake Pliskin, Snake. Oh, I'll, I'll allow
0: it. It's Snake Pliskin, yes. I said
1: I said Pliskin the first uh, I thought time. I said
0: Bliskin, but uh, okay. I, I yeah, probably yeah, did. Right, <laughs> yeah, and uh, the character. I, I might have just butchered it intentionally. <laughs> I don't know. Snake from Metal Gear Solid used the name Iroquois Pliskin as a uh, as a fake name in Metal Gear Solid Two, and you know his, his regular name Snake. So yeah, they kind of. There's
2: a lot of Iroquois out there yeah
0: very common name very common um frank has found a side entrance into this uh it's an abandoned school i think they called it or just it's you know like fallout vibes kind of uh an old building turned into something else and there's a gang living there so that's what you got going on Run the best area. part
1: of that movie is when they make him shoot the basketballs into each of the hoops back and forth in the court he's just like really good
0: yeah Right. He I, ends I up doing like they, a
1: full cart, full court.
0: I feel shot like that was just a skill that Kurt Russell brought to the film, and they had <laughs> <laughs> they'd be remiss not to use it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a lot of great things that happen that film. It's, it's just been so fucking long since crazy. I've seen it. i think well, Escape from two. New
0: York I saw more recently. Yeah. Yeah, but like the plot is like. Doesn't the, the president is going to? He has an EMP device. that's gonna disable it's, like everything. He's gonna do something evil with it, and then his daughter escapes to LA to give it to some uh, cult leader, something like that. And then he, that's and why then he's it, going to LA.
1: And don't they kind of suicide squad him, where they're like they like strap him up with a device, don't they? Like if, yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Like if you don't succeed, you're gonna blow up.
0: Right. So Frank is uh, snuck into this facility. Thinks, seems like he's doing a so good well, job, but now they've the got him in a cage, to and uh, they're oh, gonna make I, him put all of his stuff in a box which love that when the game when the game just takes all your stuff and puts it in a prisoner box and you have to find it again
1: they would think you're a complete fucking psycho you like dump out like 10 like tea t- it's, like, it's like, tea, uh, like tea kettles and like plates and like 40 bobby pins and are like what the fuck are you doing
0: two umbrellas yeah, yeah so they're sending him down into any guesses? The basement. <laughs> the basement. They're sending him into the Thunderdome. Bam. Where it conveniently will teach you some fight mechanics. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the Thunderdome, uh, in the dystopian world, actually, I do have a, hold on, I have a Mad Max one that's actually about Thunderdome. In In Mad Max Fury Road, why do they have a car with a wall of speakers and a guitar player suspended by bungee cords?
1: um wait in the real life reason or like the lore reason do you know both oh i thought the real life reason had something to do with like uh, fuck like the director's like wife or something like that like came up with something
0: i don't know i'm too i'm too dumb to know i'll take Take it no because my reason was because it's badass that's why i didn't i didn't know why (laughs) i just i just think it's badass
1: uh, well, I don't know. I want. I want to be wrong, but I. I thought I saw like an interview one time that like specifically.
0: So. Let's so see. with
1: this, all I, all I have a thought that's connected to like a, a wife or a girlfriend
0: or something. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean maybe we'll we'll see if it links up. I found a kind of explanation. His name is Coma Doof Warrior, also known simply as the Doof Warrior for playing the on the Doof wagon. George Miller shared to Deadline uh, a bit of Coma do four years backstory explaining that he was blind from birth most war boys end up being Blind. blind due to their very poor health and, things, uh, and when things started going a bit crazy, he and his mother were left in a mining town. Miller added the only way Coma Doof Warrior and his mother could survive was going into a place that there was a competitive advantage of being blind, which was deep in a mineshaft. Coma Doof Warrior then took what was most precious with him, which was most likely his guitar. As for how he ended up as one of immortal Joe's henchmen, specifically the one standing on the Doof wagon playing the flame, th- flame throwing electric guitar, Miller says that Joe's people heard the music coming out of the aforementioned mineshaft, went down there, found him. His mother was most likely killed as she was no use. But he ended up being, like, the equivalent of a drummer or a fife player or a bagpipe. So maybe? Maybe you were thinking of mother? All right, Frank is fighting his way in the Thunderdome. So he's learning how to push and shove. Oh, and if we missed a little bit of dialogue there. But the guy he's squaring up against is someone who remembered Arthur. It's someone who, uh... Arthur got fired because... Oh! Well, because he plagiarized, he deserved to be fired. But... It says you are dying from your wounds. You can heal if you need to. There's
1: some great questions on Google. What is the point of the guitar player in Mad Max?
0: And it's like, you did not get the movie. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> like, because it is fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Now, don't miss your uh, optional side quest because I missed it. That's a real shame. You have an optional side quest right now to throw Danny on someone fighting you because they are going to. Well, hold on. You got to pick him back up. There's uh, going to be a couple more people coming out to fight. You gotta Fight a bunch of God ladies now. To summarize the intro of this game, where you start off as Arthur Hastings and he's working in a Ministry of Truth kind of setting, your job is to erase the past from the archives. Everyone takes pills called joy that makes them blissful. Um, as you're churning away at your work of redacting articles, you see an article that had you and your brother as kids in it, and your memory starts to come back. You start making a break uh, out of this mind prison kind of situation, and other residents realize that you're off your joy because um, you're not taking your joy anymore, and they'll call you a downer and beat you to death maybe. So you escape from Wellington Wells and end up in another district with people called wastrels. These are people that were kicked out of Wellington Wells um, for one reason or another, and you're sort of discovering what the world they're in, that you're in, the wastrels is... Um, as well, there's a food shortage. Everyone's going to beat you up if you steal their stuff. It's Fallout wastelandy, but instead of like a nuclear wasteland, it's just England. And you begin to search for your brother as you move through the districts. The lore is revealed through like some flashbacks and, you know, just finding notes of things going on, talking with other characters and a bit more on the developer. As I said, Compulsion Games, based in Montreal and established in 2009, most of their employees came from Arcane Studios, which you may know as creating... Dishonored and Deathloop uh, from GamesRadar they report that other members of their team came from a background of working on titles such as Far Cry 3 2 Human and Darksiders 2 so good, uh, good mishmash Mish-mash? mishmash sure mishmash a smoosh of uh, of different single-player games there i mentioned their first studio game contrast in 2013 their founder Gil- G- gilliam gilliam it's a it's a hard name it's a french name french canadian name gilliam provost had actually worked with valve around the time that they were making portal and that's when he took an interest in encouraging players to think about space differently so that's what that where that game's unique spatial interaction came from in contrast hmm. And like I said, Contrast just did okay with Metacritic scores. It got around to 63, I think. Um, Some said it was full of heart. Others didn't enjoy the puzzles or what they called lifeless environments. Regardless, they continued developing. And using Unreal 4 engine, they started working on We Happy Few. So three weeks before their first game, Contrast, shipped, uh, Gilliam's father unfortunately passed away. And in his emotional distress, he was fixated on how society uses drugs um, and masks their problems. Um, so inspiring, kind of the concept of this game. And the title—does anyone know where the type title "We Happy Few" comes from? Kind of sounds monumental, right? Any guesses? No. Okay. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing Frank trying... is
0: also finding the uh, talent tree. There are lots of My... talents you can invest in. There's combat-focused ones, stealth ones.
2: I can't. Like... I can't get out of here. I'm stuck. Uh...
0: Wait, where are you? It's like oh uh, did stuck you break the game it's supposed to did you drop down yet it's supposed to drop you down yeah maybe maybe just do a save and reload otherwise this is gonna be a very short game
1: is isn't there Oh, there we go
0: okay it dropped you okay it dropped you down into a pit uh, a star wars garbage disposal kind of situation
1: oh no isn't there some sort of quote of like this the something of the many
0: is that i don't know Oh, you're on to something there. So the title comes from a line in Shakespeare's Henry V. Near the mm-hmm. end of the speech that is given to a vastly outnumbered uh, his troops, Henry V says, From this day to the ending of the world, but we in it shall be remembered. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. And that is actually where the phrase band of brothers comes from also. Um, That whole speech from Henry V was delivered by Laurence Olivier on a British program during World War II. And Winston Churchill was so inspired by it that he asked him to produce the play as a film. And supposedly, Churchill's famous line, never was so much owed by so many to so few, is inspired by the language of that uh, Shakespeare um, play. So like you were saying, Tom, give you a point for that whoa um there's that generosity again (laughs) (laughs) coming out of nowhere (laughs) anyway compulsion games decided they liked the idea of an isolated british town in the 60s where there were no children and everyone wore masks and took drugs and just worked backwards from there which is an interesting way to write (laughs) not criticizing it it's just it's an interesting way to write uh where are the children yeah there are no children and you will find out about that Uh uh-oh you got a whole you got a golden eye situation going on here Frank you've just gone into a bathroom and there's a guy taking a leak in the corner what's a more British way to say that I don't know oh now you've got enough points to invest you can do a stealth kill is that what you want to do you want to do a stealth kill Frank there's one that uh was it just called English and its description was repressed yeah <laughs> yeah just English repressed I don't know what that means swift runs quite fast
1: i got got a guess for a achievement how about hold my tea
0: okay something with tea let's see nothing with tea i'm sorry what the yeah i'm so sorry i feel like i'm
1: going for like real low-hanging fruit
0: (laughs) all right so they wanted to play they wanted the game to weigh heavily on players conscious, conscious conscious consciences about morality of decisions they were making throughout the game and to support that they decided the game should feature roguelike elements including permadeath procedurally generated worlds provis said that he liked the game don't starve and wanted to essentially do that set in a dystopian third yeah we're all familiar with don't starve right i think we are yeah i played with you frank and i know yeah you've played Tom.
1: grace grace plays it F- very frequently
0: oh yeah it's a, it's a solid game uh so frank is sneaking around a compound and just doing takedowns on people just choking them out <laughs> and while you're uh stealth in this game is a, bit, is a big component while you are sneaking around you can actually see people's footsteps Um, through walls and such, you're using your keen sense of observation. So after the game, We Happy Few was announced at a conference. It actually got enough hype that Gearbox Software partnered with them for financial support to help them expand it into a full-fledged game and increase their team fourfold. Uh, And Gearbox was helping to get it on all platforms as well while changing the expectation of the game from what originally was going to be a $30 game to a um, full-fledged, like premium $60 game. The game definitely went through some transformations. Uh, Someone, I think, Tom, you mentioned the game, you saw Kickstarter somewhere. The game originally did start as a, a Kickstarter thing for people to have early access. That continued despite the fact that they developed the game a lot more than they planned on.
1: Well, i'm kind of confused because i could sworn i had a chance to kind of fiddle with this game mm-hmm. and i don't remember any of this i just i was kind of like thrown in the mix and was like oh i don't really get it i don't really and so there's a possibility an earlier version or something yeah there's
0: a possibility you played the early access which some of it would have been free i think um And they still have a mode that resembles that called arcade or survival mode in this. And in that, you are randomly thrown into the mix of it. Like, you don't know where you're going to drop down. There are overarching goals about collecting key cards and uh, boat batteries, I think. Um, But, yeah, there's a lot more survival elements in that mode than there are in this. And this, Uh it really is about exploring the story as you are doing Arthur's story. This is because
1: this is cool.
0: Um, so he's been found out, which is perfectly fine. You can you can throw bottles at him if you want, Frank. In the dystopian world of Hunger Games, why 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 they be calling it Hunger Games? Because everyone be hungry and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the capital isn't hungry. Um, like if you if don't like if you win, don't you get to, like live in the capital?
0: Like get uh, that to eat. Is, yeah, that is the that is the incentive, isn't it? Get that, get that manja. (laughs) The Hunger Games, which apparently they didn't reveal until one of the prequels. uh, They called the Hunger Games because uh, during a rebellion, the rebel group held a food producing or the food producing districts hostage to starve the capital. So now the capital calls it the Hunger Games that they're subjecting the the lesser districts to because it's a reminder of the desperate times that the capital went to went through um, in which they uh, uh, were resorting to cannibalism and stuff, apparently. So Dang. dark history of the hunger games. Aren't they, isn't, isn't they doing something else? Are they doing a prequel movie? Is that what they're doing? I know they're doing something else with hunger games. Gross. Probably.
1: Katniss Everdeen is one I, of the worst characters in his, in just
0: period. I don't have strong opinions on it. I don't know why uh, she, what's what's she, hit me with it.
1: Uh, she just, I, I read the, I read the books. I, I just feel like she is At like, I've, never seen a like a, a, you know, like a protagonist dragged so unwillingly through their own story. Like doesn't want to be like she, she. No, well, no, but I don't and not in a way that's like cool or like like for like she does not want to do any of it. She just doesn't huh. want to help her. Mo- her motives are like selfish almost all the time and i'm sure there's someone listens to this actually no they're probably not
0: <laughs> ouch okay <laughs> no, no,
1: just, i gotta get low hanging fruit, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. um but yeah no i just that was my impression of her was just that, like she, like there are i don't know if you watch the movies
0: but there yeah, i can or at least the first couple
1: yeah like the, they're multiple times they're like hey katniss this is what we're doing behind the scenes to actually you know like, like everyone's save invested
0: in this yeah and she doesn't yeah care. like
1: yeah right like can you like help with that and she's like no i only care about this one thing and it's like you you, re- you fucking suck at it <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of young adult fiction in the series the maze runner w- mm. what was the maze it was
1: a it was a test from a scientific corporation <laughs> you're right and it was the friends we made along the way,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the maze was the friends we made along the way. But what was the evil corporation in um in Maze Runner? It is so on the nose that I'll, I'll give you five points Walmart. for it if you remember. <laughs> um, no, it's a it's like a abbreviation, sort of, or I guess is it an acronym where it sounds like man. something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you a point for knowing that it was a. I'll give you two points for knowing it was a test, because that, uh, boy, that, I actually really enjoyed the first movie, and um, second revealed like, oh, this is this is whole reasoning behind all of it, and then it really just kept going off is, the rails.
1: Is it the umbrella? corporation
0: it has big umbrella corporation vibes and it like it like with resident evil movies it just keeps this the scope of them just keeps zooming out and like there's zombies everywhere and yeah there were zombies in the second movie um but anyway the the bad organization or company in it is called wckd as in as in wicked wicked yeah so
1: who would do that like, i, I i'm
0: sure it was explained like they don't have a away. branding guy <laughs> maybe don't call it wicked but if my, if my, memory, if my memory serves me right it, they basically were like umbrella core uh, of course as we learned umbrella Corps is both a evil organization and then an organization reformed to clean up all the evil that they did so but at least like umbrellas help people you know like yeah uh, we played a game based in this dystopian universe that should have starred Tom Cruise, but instead had Clancy Brown. Frank, I know you got should've this had, one. Should have had Tom Cruise. Oh no, Minority Report. Yeah, Minority Report. Two points for Frank. My brain was catching up.
1: I gave you the time to Tom. <laughs> I know that was it was generous. I, I was Squandered. on a big. I was on a big lag, <laughs> brain-wise.
0: Frank has escaped. The trash compactor kind of situation he was in, he got some power to open a door, and now he's escaping out through the the outside portion of this fortress that he that he got into. And again, you could it's giving you some sneaking prompts like you can go into bushes and be concealed. It'll tell you on the top you're concealed and you can see the people's footprints walking around you and you're waiting to either sneak around them entirely or you know, get behind them and subdue them.
1: You know what Arthur should do? What's that? Is just carry around like a
0: fold out chair. So we can sit down at any time and (laughs) no one will notice. Ah, it's just a fellow creature. Oh my God. A
1: wheelchair. (laughs) (laughs) He's undefeatable.
0: (laughs) He's basically invisible. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) When you're in a wheelchair, you're basically invisible. Yeah, there's right. layers so so true. there are <laughs> layers
2: <laughs> no one will look you in the eyes
0: god so uh, another trivia for you what classic dystopian film features Charleston Heston pounding sand saying you maniacs you blew it up god damn you god is damn it, you will all be to blood. Hell. Planet of the Apes Planet of the Apes Frank <laughs> yes. oh, your accent sounded, you sounded, oh, sounded so like much uh, like Oh, what's, yeah. his
1: yeah. Yeah, what's, oh his
0: what's his face?
2: Yeah. Oh, what's his face? Except he said Charlton and not Daniel. Day.
0: Yeah, Daniel I'm, Day Lewis. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: Frank. We've covered the fact that I'm. stupid Don't have to.
0: <laughs> games or stories in general. What other? We've mentioned Bioshock. Um, I guess the masks of V for Vendetta. Any other vibes in general? This this game reminds you of other games or movies? Anything?
2: I guess like Fallout, just because you know lockpicks and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, and there's like a i mean we've said it's procedurally generated there is a, a big you haven't got to see a lot of it you went into like sw- one sort of encounter a forced kind of um encounter that is in this game but the rest of it is procedurally generated They're, your levels are going to look different than mine if i play like the.
1: it's a little bit like an inverted matrix like instead of taking the meds to see the truth you Ooh. don't take the meds to see the to see the truth okay and they're kind of like, you know, like the forces that be are fighting against you as
0: you're trying to, yeah, break out. So instead of taking the red pill, he uh, he just chose to stop taking the red pill. Yeah, that's actually yeah. what he did. <laughs> <laughs> so you have entered a town that is a uh, ruins of a town. Uh, you're finding your first grape group of wastrels, and you're trying to say hi. And uh, he's just staring at a wall. Yeah. <laughs> <the>, uh... <laughs> Uh-oh, people are starting to surround you. They don't, they don't like the looks of you. What is it, what is it about you? you wanna get Do you want to get thrashed? Oh, come on. I got to run into the church. She's going to let you in. All right, and this lady's going to give you some pointers. And basically, she's going to explain to you that you look like you're from Wellington Wells. And the people don't like that because, um, well, they they hate the people in Wellington Wells. And... uh they have bad memories of it and et cetera. So she's going to tell you to tear your suit up so that you blend in. And, um, as soon as Frank takes care of that by going to his crafting and crafting the torn suit, um, you're actually just able to walk right out the front door and people are like, Oh, must've been nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it didn't change his face or anything. He's, uh, he's, 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 he's all right with us. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah. So they, they cited, um, in development that they were fascinated by British television and film. The sixties were filled with optimism about the future while ignoring a lot of the problems they said. And, uh, uh, with society and their COO, Sam Abbott, who I'll be quoting a lot. Um, oh, that's what their COO, Sam, Sam Abbott said. Provost said, uh, a primary influence was the 1985 dystopian film, Brazil, which have you guys ever heard of that? No. Yeah, I I didn't yeah. know it existed either. It's by Terry Gilliam, um, and uh, I've got a little I've got the trailer for it on here. But you see it, and you're like, oh yeah, no, that's that's it. It's, it's a very like you know, Brave New World 1984 looking, um, some very, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Monty Python esque kind of humor happening in points, but. It kind of surprised me. I just, it's, I mean, I know a lot of Terry Gilliam's movies, but this one apparently just didn't make a big splash in North America, and it's, uh, it, but it's got like ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's a very popular film apparently. Um, I just, oh, wow. I, I just completely missed it, but yeah, it has. Jonathan Price is the lead role. It has De Niro in it. Bob Hoskins, Michael Palin. Um, yeah, so. All right. And they also cited Clockwork Orange, Brave New World, V for Vendetta, Doctor Who. Um, Provost said he was going for with a Guy Fox masks, which I, it, it's kind of unclear. Like, is everyone's face painted? Um, I guess they're actually supposed to be masks um he said what he was going for was that rather than be like in v for vendetta they're a sign of resistance right um but in this it's more of a sign of psychological oppression forcing them to smile at all times so uh, i guess trying to turn it on its head or something so a polygon article that i've got where is it here polygon article that i've got over here by uh samit Sakhar, titled we happy few is very british very psychedelic and very scary um, said it has striking Bioshock-esque art style with a Brave New World-inspired premise and survival mechanics akin to Don't Starve. Um, and this article is interesting because it, it shows just how honest the team was with their development. The writer says that they, uh, the writer of that Polygon article, says they played it at PAX East and they weren't sure if it was fun and the compulsion team said the same thing like we're not sure <laughs> and uh, the coo abbott said about their previous game contrast like they didn't know that the controls were bad they didn't think the controls were bad until they found out from reviews and critics in the public so for we happy few they were doing a ton more early access and beta testing to get a lot more feedback uh, originally like, when they premiered this game they only had a development team of 11 and i want to emphasize this was absolutely an, an indie game development Looking at the announcement and everything, you don't get that vibe. And looking at the game, it looks pretty polished. Yeah, so they they were planning on a $30 game on, like, the PlayStation and Xbox store. They launched that trailer. It gets tons of attention. People are expecting kind of a uh, Bioshock-level quality game. And then Gearbox starts investing in them to turn it into that premium title.
1: It almost reminds me of, like sometimes, like, when someone, like, opens a business and, like, it goes really well and they decide to, like, aggressively expand, but then they're not, like, ready to do that, and it seemed like maybe that was kind of applicable here, where, like, they had, like, an idea and maybe were capable of doing it, but then, like, were kind of pushed to be like, no, 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 more, more.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, While we're on the topic of dystopian games, I found a list from Den of Geeks about the best 20 dystopian games. Any guesses about... But they, we talked about Fallout, a lot of New them, right? Fallout's on the list, absolutely. What you got, Tom? Uh, obviously, Bioshock. Uh, the Dude. Mad Max game. Uh, Mad Max is a good one. It's on the list, but that's certainly about a dystopia. Bob says The Last of Us. Absolutely. Put another point on the Bob board for Bob. Bob was a commanding. That's the one 33. I was trying to remember. <laughs> uh, Homefront. We also mentioned uh also on their list is call of duty advanced warfare seems like it's cheating a little bit but it is and is about the future i don't remember the premise of advanced warfare i'm sure all the nations were at war blah 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 <laughs> um let's see another good one was crackdown we've got wolfenstein new order which is about you know uh, uh alternate uh history revisionist history where the nazis won and they've got giant robots wow, that are evil <laughs>
1: calling crackdown it it's just like it's it, to me it's just like it, it's just a like kind of like a fictitious world like I didn't
0: um I didn't
1: read into that dystopian
0: yeah I, I think they're being a little loose with it Mirror's Edge isn't that bad right that was another one on their list <laughs> it's, just, it's just a lot of parkour no I think I think it was Evil corporations in that one, too, right? I don't remember. I, I, yeah, I should uh, The only Deus... way to
1: get messages is
0: to run across the building. <laughs> We've got Deus Ex on the list, and Dang. Metal Gear Solid, and Beyond Good and Evil. Deus Ex should have come to mind, too. Yeah, that's, but... a, that's a good one. Um, And Metro 2033, which is one of my trivia questions here. Last trivia from Eat. a game I have. It takes place in the city of Moscow in the metros but why do they live in the metros does anyone know i don't know if anyone played metro series what happened in uh, metro
1: cuz of radiation
0: yeah there was a radiation which uh, i guess the next logical guess is of why there's radiation is easy but what do you
1: think <laughs> I was going to say just try and get something really fucking stupid in <laughs> someone um, left tinfoil in the microwave bombs. yeah it was a nuclear yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Frank is oh he got into the hatch he has found his way back to the hatch which is a um, sort of your network of jumping from one area to another like he'll find another um, blueprints huh so he's starting to kind of get his uh, his hub together that he will use as a hideout while he explores the world. Uh, yeah, jumping back to the hype for this game, the hype was a problem. There's this quote from uh, this website, mcvuk.com, it's an interview again with the COO Sam Abbott that, uh, that says this, he says, the general level of hype is very high. It's interesting to us that we hadn't appreciated what people would be intrigued by. We had a cool game with some neat mechanics and we're very excited about it. But everyone who looks at it goes, holy shit, it's like Bioshock. And we're doing our very best to say we're not the Bioshock team. And our game is very different to that title, but it's hard to tell Mm -hmm. that to millions of people around the world who are all super excited about Bioshock. They just don't want to listen, which is great. I guess if nothing else, the response has certainly been very interesting. So. (laughs) I do feel for them here like for whatever reason and not that they're like completely without blame but I I think people uh, they use the the Unreal Engine and just the the dev kit that how lighting works how blur style works that's their desired aesthetic but um and it does have to do with like the 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 kind of the sculpting of the characters too it has to do with like the body proportions it just you see it and you think like yeah it's Bioshock looking and um, oh
1: the character models look Like super
0: like that. Yeah, it looks like infinite, yeah. Um, which was also on on the Unreal Engine. So I I don't I don't know I'm I'm not a developer I don't I don't know the reasoning, but the it, it does for for whatever reason it, it just evokes Bioshock, which is a popular game. There's nothing you can do about that. So, but th- they are seemingly doing their best to quell expectations, saying that we are not a AAA team. And you can actually look at their YouTube channel of videos that they were posting from right after Contrast, like into the development of this game. They're very transparent about their development, and they're posting like development videos of like we figured out how to animate walking and we think it looks good like it's very clearly an indie studio but
1: it really is low expectations <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but like be it the advances of the unreal engine toolkit like how easy i'm not, I'm not saying it's easy to be a game developer but how how quickly and how games come out looking polished like due to the built-in lighting and that kind of thing how it can look like mm. a triple a title um based on the tools that you have as a game developer now um people just did have really high expectations for it so ready player one the dystopian mm. world we were Ooh, we were all we read those uh i did not you might have wait what you didn't, <laughs> I read, didn't those? read ready player one no i only watched the movie the steven spielberg hit movie um the dystopian world in which we're all forced to put on vr headsets what was the name of their metaverse like the game that they went into oh the oasis it was the oasis good good grief frank what a memory i would have i would have never guessed that
1: there's
2: it was just so stupid
0: (laughs) is it stupider than the metaverse frank
2: (laughs) yeah well equally as
0: stupid yeah (laughs) see another trivia for you another perfect film 1995's judge Dredd. what uh, is the name of the city that joseph Dredd protects
1: i don't know it's it, it, it's in la right LA, they're in los angeles As, it might
0: be but they call it something hell the, the it's got judge. a number in it
1: it's <laughs> number two <laughs> it's
0: the most important one are <laughs> oh, you just gonna go right up to those bees frank oh so brave who would have guessed harvesting the honey? gets you attacked by bees
1: <laughs> i know the most important number i know one is the loneliest
0: oh it's sorry it's the loneliest one uh yeah the city that uh, judge dread is protecting is mega city one <laughs> that's like no effort into that whatsoever. <laughs> hey frank maybe if you la- if you sit on the bench the bees won't see you so you've made it to the train station and there's ollie uh the character important character in this story yelling at these wastrel punks who were gonna burn this train station building down but man these are the dumbest wastrels i've ever seen they, like two of them blew themselves up oh no they didn't in my game they like half of them died when that explosion happened weird
1: was that kind of a, a play off of um monty python when he's like up there on the oh, trading yeah, insults like, with each um,
0: other yeah yeah like holy grail yeah could very well be. They said that they modeled the humor after uh, Monty Python and a show called Blowout, which is another British show that I am unfamiliar with. I think it's British. Here in Stephen oh, no, King's no. epic story, The Stand, uh, what creates the dystopian world? It's a disease. It's a virus. Okay, what's it called?
1: The fuck, <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> it's not called uh, uh. fuck shit. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn it um,
0: i uh, i
1: don't know
0: i don't know uh one of the like official names they use uh you got anything frank any guesses for what it is God, or, or how the about black the, uh no no or or how about how the percentage of the world's population that it took out because it's very specific
1: oh I don't know if I remember that year, but I think it's super high, isn't it? Like, it's probably like 99% or something.
0: Yeah. The official name at some point is Project Blue, but mostly everyone calls it Captain Trips. Um, It's a flu that kills 99.4% of the world's population. Bob says 69%. Nice, but incorrect. Um (laughs) (laughs) Nice. <laughs> uh, Westworld is known for its HBO TV show, but it also had a movie and a sequel in the seventies. Who wrote the original um, and directed the original film?
2: Michael that or Crichton.
0: That is right. Michael Crichton, writer of Jurassic Park and many other sci-fi films. Um, he, uh, he wrote the original Westworld. Oh, it is neck and neck here. I'm, I'm not like boosting anyone here. We've been 19 verse 17. Now one last one. This was the most expensive film ever to be made at the time and did not recoup costs at the box office. It is set in a world where sea levels rose 24,000 feet. Fucking water world.
1: Damn it, sea world <laughs>
0: Tom, you sea dumb motherfucker. <laughs>
2: You said it with your chest, though, and I appreciate that. You said
0: it with confidence. <laughs> sea World.
1: Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Yelled the whale. He jumps over the wall. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Free Whaley, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Move into some one of the final sections here some background research i did want to go over a couple things about how this game has changed there's actually an article from july 2018 that interviews sam abbott again coo of compulsion and starts with The current version of We Happy Few is much different than the one that released in Early Access back in 2016. So here are some of the highlights of that article. Uh, These are some quotes from him. Um, But the early reception we got, everyone was so enthusiastic and we started getting comparisons to games like Bioshock. We were 15 people at the time, so that's an order of magnitude different from the team that built Bioshock. We sort of looked at that and we thought we had two options. We can keep building a small game that we were thinking of or we can say, why don't we give it a go? Why don't we build the game we think people are expecting? That's been the story of the last two years. We scaled up from 15 to 35 to 40 people internally, and then we have um, our external Q&A teams. We asked uh, teams. The interviewer asked if the survival aspects had been scaled back in favor of the story, and they said they got a lot of feedback that said, um, we got a lot of feedback that said, I don't really like survival mechanics. Um, and he said, in most games that focus heavily on the story, you're not really at risk of death um, from not maintaining yourself properly. So we iterated on that, for a good couple of years. We tried scaling it back the duration and rates of thirst and hunger and sleep. We tried just increasing the availability of items and that sort of thing. And really, very basically, uh, and really, basically, very simply, we moved to a buff-debuff system. Taking food will give you a buff for a short amount of time, and over a very long period of time, if you don't take enough, you'll be debuffed. So, um, throughout uh, what he's talking about is the survival mechanics and what, and what we're seeing Frank play right now in the story, we've seen some warnings that from time to time, Frank, you've probably seen like you're thirsty, you're hungry, yeah, um, and really him. it'll just like affect your stamina. It, it means you can't run as far. And when you do eat something, um, I mean, if it's rotten, I think I saw at one point you were kind of nauseous and you were vomiting sometimes, oh, yeah. but it, it, it was never going to kill you because you're in story mode and... Um, the main mode they're focusing on now, and they wanted to be able to tell the story without you know, people getting wrapped up in like, I need to sleep, I need to drink, I need to eat. When the interviewer asked about permadeath, Sam Abbott said, that's your choice. There's a permadeath, op- permadeath option for the brave, but most of the time you just play through and reload back where you were if you die. We changed our whole save system so you got mo- multiple slots like an average normal story based game, I guess you could say. It's there if you want, but otherwise, now it's a pretty standard action adventure game. The interviewer asked about what the purpose of a procedurally generated world is if you're not pushing people to play repeatedly anymore. He said the procedural world was designed mostly with sandbox in mind, but it's also a really great development tool for us. It means we can focus our time on core gameplay areas and the bits that string it together are available for exploration and you can kind of choose to engage with them or not. And it will come back with a fair amount of vengeance in the sandbox mode post-release. So my overall impression of that 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 interview was it seemed kind of rough. Like they did a good job questioning like the purpose of the elements, that everything they changed like do these things that you developed do they make sense anymore? Um, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. He he sounds he doesn't sound particularly confident that like this is their original vision and that it's as cohesive as it originally was. It sounds like the beta testing really changed the game into something that that w- was not their original design um mm-hmm. So, oh, interesting. So Frank has fallen down in a pit again. Well, and that, himself in a pit.
1: And that a lot of what they did was to like conform to what would be what like more mainstream, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and they lose not all to the say character. That
0: that's not to say that the survival game is exactly slim pickings either though like you mentioned rust and there's like a hundred other variations on rust out there if you're looking for a um survival even first person game not all have the same aesthetic and is one as interesting as this either um, but it's, it's interesting that they they changed it into such a f- narrative story-driven experience so next i do have a section for voice credits um there are professional voice actors doing this but there wasn't any huge things to bring up that i that i wanted i there was something interesting about the voices though i have read a lot of reviews critic reviews user reviews about this um there is a uh, what, what's your impression frank and i mean you can hear some of it tom of the, the voice acting
2: it's uh, i mean everyone's british so i have a built-in disdain <laughs>
0: um okay so that's sort of what i'm getting at (laughs) all of the critics there's a there's a there's a mix of critics saying like some people are like the voices are very accurate um people the voice actors are doing a great job they're authentic to like the area and the tone everyone's doing a a, a great job and then there's a lot of reviews with people saying that the voices are grating and annoying and i can't stand listening to them every time that arthur talks i just want to skip it Which is interesting because I—it seems like both can be true. (laughs) Just the voices are authentic British, but also they're very (laughs) off-putting. Like the British, yeah. i I, I, I don't know how to describe it uh, correctly, but it's not—it's not that pleasant for me to listen to. I'll—I'll say that.
2: (laughs) There's a reason why we fought back. It's
0: not like they're. (laughs) I will prompt you now with the achievements and see if you can guess them. If in the. Thomasina house while you are sneaking through it, you collect all of the fake cats. What would the name of that achievement be? meow.
1: Uh, Jerry, Jerry, something mm, It's
0: clever. <laughs> of course an achievement hunter I can hand out a, a points for clever guesses as well so I'll give you half a point there. Well that achievement would be called cat burglar guys. come on. I'm oh. step it up I'm oh. step it up. If you take flash, which is like a haste potion, as Arthur what is it called Flashpoint Flash Arthur Oh you're closer friend Flash Gordon It has to do with his full name do you remember his full name Ah oh, no no one remembers his full name his full name is Arthur Hastings so the achievement is just Arthur haste apostrophe king oh. Oh, oh Arthur has had a stupid. quick flashback seeing a train or something so you've noticed as you go through this game that the characters all have names well they are procedurally generated um, names as they would be in I don't know Tropico or theme park uh, or uh, roller coaster tycoon something like that people have names you know so there are randomly generated names if you kill a guy in this game named Ryan Andrews what is the achievement name
1: oh is that Ryan Andrews
0: I think you're but, on the cusp of it, Tom. Yeah, I, I mean it, it
1: feels it's feel, I mean I was just going to say I don't know, bio bioshocked or something.
0: Buying, yeah, oh, yeah, dying Andrews. Oh, oh, oh Bob, that's great. That's great, Bob. <laughs> it is uh <laughs> wah, wah, wah. It is um shocking biology. It doesn't make it, it's just referencing BioShock, or, you know. Or sh-
1: should should have used a golf club.
0: <laughs> or uh would you kindly? Yeah. It's oh. um, it's referencing Bioshock. Um Andrew Ryan is the creator of Rapture and Bioshock, so killing a person named Ryan Andrews just is a little homage to that. How about finishing all of the Butcher's Apprentice Quests? It has something to do with the Butcher's Apprentice Quests. The butcher's uh,
2: welcome to the butcher shop.
0: Being dragged Sa- away.
2: Sausage Fest. <laughs>
0: chopped bob says it's good i like sausage fest yeah i mean you you wouldn't get it but it's a it's a great name the achievement name it's called the slaughterer's apprentice it's a good name i just props to him uh how about if you die while overdosing on joy drugs are bad
1: (laughs) happy together
0: uh it's just called now i can die happy uh how about if you destroy 50 explosive barrels (laughs)
1: donkey kong I don't know. Firework technician.
0: That's good. That's good. Yeah. i give you both a half a point, which equals out to being worth nothing because <laughs> you guys are in a race with each other. The achievement name is Shouldn't These Be Red? And one last achievement here Ooh. that I've got listed at least. Uh, what do you? What's the achievement name if you get 100 headshots? Pill Poppers? I don't know. Popper. <laughs> <laughs> the achievement the pop- name <laughs> for getting 100 headshots is Headmaster, which, uh, yeah, that's good. That's good it's british sounding i did some digging into reddit threads uh, many people creating threads such as whatever happened to we happy few um user quantum dredge says from what i can tell a lot of the hype died down when people realized it was going to be a survival game with story elements rather than a story game with survival elements that being said they've split the game into different modes trying to try and address this common complaint and that sort of willingness to make adjustments to their vision based on player feedback is always good to see and we'll see and that brings up an interesting point as i said they they wanted to develop don't starve but in this british mod culture 3d aesthetic but due to the style of the game everyone loved the concept of it and wanted more story like they wanted more lore and credit to them they did their best to adapt to that feedback Um, i don't exactly have the citation but in reading up on this game i did see that they refocused their energy on the story to, to help it be more of a narrative game with these kind of interweaving stories but i think you know it's important to Keep in mind, that was not their original goal, it doesn't seem like. Also, they released this game in early access, as we talked about, just without a story. Maybe that's what you played, Tom, just the the survival version of it. It was just the survival aspects. So yeah, I think so. And like I said, they were, they were fighting to make it known that like, there's a story coming. Like I think they had this, this hype from the beginning of people misconceiving like their intentions about what the game was going to be. And then they released early access and it's just survival. And that kills the hype from it. And they're like, no, no, the story's coming. It's, it's not just this shallow survival experience, but early access may have hurt the, their hype in that sense, or at least tamp, tamped it down. Um, and again, another user on Reddit, Melvin, the man said, I can't speak for all, but a lot of let's play players like streamers who play it, um, got bored and stopped. People had high expectations from an indie game studio becoming uh, put, uh, creating like a AAA level title, and they got disappointed. There's a lot of little things too, too, such as performance issues and bugs on launch, which is kind of a consistent thread um, throughout that I've read. That just the bugs on launch. Um, and, and I would say, it, even today, it's it, it didn't run great for me. It ran fine, but not not fantastic. Um, another poster complained that it that on full launch it felt like the game was a straight path without a ton of content it went from a cool indie game to a usual triple a single pathed game which is funny they're not that they're wrong but the feedback that they that they got was that players wanted more narrative lore in this universe and here's someone complaining that it takes too much of a narrative focus you can certainly do world building without being linear but i mean that just it takes a lot more work so i, I don't know they reshifted their focus and now here's someone complaining about them changing it the other direction too much yeah and from someone on the patient gamers subreddit which is a subreddit dedicated to those who wait at least 12 months to play a game waiting to get them on sale uh, i love that subreddit um, sonic mania said in 2020 that uh that they played it and it was bad they said it was boring buggy and a repetitive slog commenting that the combat is boring that the maps are all basically the same with repeating houses he also commented that the joy system doesn't have much uses you're never really forced to use it it's not like it's a uh, it's a main stealth mechanic. After this game went through various stages of early access and oh, you've just found, I think this is Ollie here that you've run into.
2: Ollie! Come for me, have you? Ollie, I'm Arthur. You won't
1: get me. You won't get me, you bastards. Ollie, I
0: think don't. Ollie's always drunk.
1: You've mental. I'll save you, Margaret. I'm your old neighbor. Artie. Oh, lying.
0: Artie. Gone. yeah the more i listen to him it's like yeah no it's it's a it's a good whiny it's british bonker. voice and i don't want to listen to it
2: <laughs> Why didn't you see that
0: before <laughs> the studio was actually acquired by microsoft studios now known as xbox game studios in 2018 same year this game released and we are playing the base game but they did release a uh, they did follow a dlc model and committed to having now completed four dlc packs and they had a season pass as well each following more characters in the world that will reveal more story and plot woven into each other. The last one, We Fall Down, We All Fall Down, came out almost three years ago today. And according to an interview with Compulsion Games' Nalia Hodges, the studio has doubled in size since We Happy Few and is hard at work on their next untitled announcement. That's supposed to be a third-person single-player game. So, we are just seeing a small part of this game that we're playing on stream here. I do, as far as weapons go, like crafting and discovering, there are more than 45 melee weapons and more than 14 ranged weapons. There are quite a few collectibles, including more than a dozen different outfits. There are 30 gadgets which can incapacitate, distract, unlock new areas, etc. And the game uh, will take between 15 and 24 hours to beat with the main story, and then another 20 hours in the DLC. And if you're doing a completionist run, like everything, that's gonna it's gonna be about 68 hours. Like I said, we're playing the story mode, which focuses on narrative. And the way it breaks up is you'll play through all of Arthur's story, and then Sally's story, and then Ollie's, and then the DLC, um, which we talked about. Uh, it follows additional people in Wellington Wells. And I mentioned there's something called the arcade mode or survival as it's sometimes called. It is closer to their original vision Um, The survival mechanics really actually matter in that you're trying to blend in by using your joy and not get caught Avoid the negative effects of it. Normally you've got permadeath Um, These are all things that can be toggled on and off very much like don't starve Um, The map is procedurally generated and you're trying to escape Uh, the mode is similar to what people played in early access All right, Frank. So you've had a conversation with Ollie. He's mourning Margaret, his wife or daughter. All right, Frank, I'm gonna stop streaming your game. I'm gonna throw on a video of me playing it earlier. And you can turn it off. Um,
2: Thank God, well, it's saved, right?
0: Yeah. I don't care actually. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, talk to me about your experience. You had hands on. Uh, What was it feeling like? You're getting bored by it already? Uh no, just, you know, it's,
2: it's okay. It's
0: okay. weren't weren't super compelled I want, I want, by the I world.
2: Want the honey, but I can't have the honey. <laughs> you know, the bees.
0: This is the bees, you got to figure out a way to get rid of the bees. That must be what it is. Um yeah, well what would you think? Frank, is it the game that you expected? Um Tom, you can talk again about what what you think you played or saw and what this was. I yeah, I mean it's it's very
1: different than I, I was kind of thrown off. It was very, in a, in a good way, it was very different than kind of what I was expecting because I was really expecting that um, that survival mode where, so I was pleasantly surprised but it kind of, is like this introduction of like the story and you know, you uh, the aesthetic it. and I think it'd be like, it. I mean, I, I don't know, Frank, I, I usually feel like the things I like, Frank likes and vice versa. Um so it doesn't seem like he was so like thrilled with it but watching him play it like it seemed fun. It seemed it seemed cool. I, after hearing you talk about it, it does feel like I wish I wish I could have seen the game that they wanted to make, you know.
0: Yeah, and hopefully that's what survival mode is. I mean, you can feel free to jump into it, but there's there's not too much more to see. Like it's just, it's the same exact style. It's just that it's it's focused on a little bit more you're usually in more crowded towns and um you kind of escape to a survival thing You um frank how was the battle because you were doing a lot of battling you
2: you uh really gotta think about your stamina and i don't swing. like that okay I'm, I'm i'm still going i know you said stop. Oh, okay I'm still
0: going. yeah okay. i always say stop and then you keep playing and then you're really yeah, distracted i have a disease well, let's move into the Metacritic score here. So the Metacritic score, which is an aggregate of critics uh, reviews, scoring 0 to 100. Any guesses on where this game sits for its score? And this this, wasn't, a, it's this wasn't a small launch, by the way. This does have 60 reviews. It was a full-fledged reviewed game. say 78. 78 from Tom. What do you think, Frank? Metacritic score? Uh, 64. 64. That is very close. Um, It has actually got a 62. Read some reviews here.
1: A hardcore gamer gave it a 60. Much like contrast before it, We Happy Few shows off plenty of potential with its original and engaging world from a team whose passion and heart clearly shines through. Unfortunately, the random nature of the world ultimately hampers this ambition and is held back Further by lackluster stealth and inconsistent dialogue.
0: Interesting, Frank. What you got there? Uh, I told you, told you to be ready, you son of a bitch. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> no.
1: Ollie was telling
2: me something very important okay, uh, about your past. Right, Pixels gives it a fifty-seven. The concept of We Happy Few has so much potential, but it feels like there were two teams with different levels of talent working on this project. One team used this elaborate alternative world stark visual style and intriguing story, tried to lift it up. The other team was responsible for imbalanced, clumsy gameplay, pulled the game down.
0: The result is 30 hours of very mixed feelings. That's a weird way to describe development of a game. (laughs) What I think is one team really liked it and worked hard, and the other team didn't. (laughs) Uh, What do you got there, Tom?
1: PC Gamer said 56, a jog fest with sluggish combat and inconsistent stealth but a story that will put you toward the end anyway. Frank, one more for you. GameSpot gave it 40.
2: There are just too many hurdles to overcome to enjoy We Happy Few and not enough joy
0: in the world to cast them aside. That's why they gave the big bucks over there. Uh, The highest score, 90, from Windows Central... Despite the performance issues, We Happy Few is a must-own title for any gamer who loves survival, open-world titles, and quality world building. Jim Sterling also called it a joyless, broken disaster, even though they had done some voiceover work during its crowdfunding phase. They said they were embarrassed for having a loose association with it, and Ben Yancey <laughs> from Zero Punctuation ranked it fourth in his worst five games of 2018. Interesting but is this game someone else's treasure it holds uh well, this game has a 5.8 out of 10 on metacritic and on steam uh it has a mostly positive overall with 76% recommending and very positive more recently with 82% recommending so more positive more recently 76% not not super great um but yeah 5.8 on metacritic so we're going to read a couple user reviews here
1: so this is by uh liquid mantis he says we happy few is a marathon of a game but if you enjoy the story premise and don't mind dealing with very janky game mechanics at times and you will likely enjoy it to its full potential buyer beware it's not a short game at all and if you seek to beat it all then you're looking at 30 to maybe 40 hours of playtime at the same time, you're looking at a consistent delivery of story content. There is a lot of story here, so if the world building is what interested you here, then you're in for a ride. I will be withholding as many story spoilers as I can for obvious reasons. Recommended.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting that it's interesting that as a thirty-dollar game. Um, maybe you wouldn't expect that but now that like it's it's a full-priced game um it's like yeah now i demand that kind of 30 to 40 hours of content right but yeah. um, it, it all it does kind of have a feel like it's been stretched out more than it it just hasn't it needs to be filled out more um and people some people say they enjoy the narrative but um, a lot of the reviews do uh, harp on that it's like r- these long distances between places and a lot of nothing procedurally generated space between it to get from narrative point to narrative point what you got over there frank
2: rigx says went out to the local shop to get some tea bags and crumpets shopkeeper stares at me questionably shopkeeper offered me some pills refused the pills Get attacked by the shopkeeper and the entire local populace. Grab a piece of pipe and kill half the town. Pick up my tea bags and crumpets and go home. We Happy Few is finally on sale. Going to try this game out now.
0: Recommended. It's a funny one. I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) Yes. All right, and let's see from Fragnostic here. He says, as an Englishman, I can confirm that this is exactly how we live our lives. Except for the joy pills. That's just silly. No, our thing is tea. If you haven't had a cup of tea in at least two hours, a policeman will visit your home and beat your skull to chalk with his club. Recommended. And here's another one.
1: Aqua Kitty says, I love We Happy Few. I've played it through on console multiple times now. Wow. Oh, multiple times. And now I'm playing it through again on PC. The story is unique and innovative. The aesthetic perfectly eerie and the characters all unique in ability and development. Here's some more to it. That being said, <laughs> now it gets negative. <laughs> that being said, it really does feel like the devs came up with this amazing concept and got bored halfway through. There are parts of the game that lack passion, and the fact that the same bugs that were present at launch still exist today shows a real lack of interest. I really wish they would have taken the game just that one step further, given that the foundation for it was so promising. Recommended it's funny to like play play as many times as aqua kitty is saying they have and also have like any gripe with it yeah
2: yeah i agree (laughs) one more for you frank calcium says
0: british british resident evil recommended yeah and uh one negative review from steam here our only negative review overall oh this review is from joe ma perhaps joe mama overall I think the trailers for this game are quite misleading while the story and cinematics are well done that's about it the game mechanics are mediocre at best the game mechanics are mediocre at best are at times outright terrible and not representative of what's shown in the trailers some of the mission paths break if you don't follow the predefined path but can be completed by just killing everyone defeating the purpose of trying to follow the mission path some missions try and force you into stealth but the game does not provide you with the mechanics to effectively play stealthily in fact some late game tools for example atomizers provide unlimited uh, limited use based on the map and mission design cannot recommend for the price this feels like a $20 EA game not a $60 game I'm really have it out for EA disclosure I bought it on sale yeah and um this game uh, I'm actually gonna look up the steam this game has been deeply discounted before at the moment this game is full price selling on steam for $59.99 wow yeah the price has at times dropped down to twelve dollars. We've heard some of the critics. We've heard some of the users. What about our own scores? It's time we gave this game a score it deserves. Using our Garbage Valley score system, anyone can score a game on a zero to ten scale that leaves little appreciation for games that are so terrible they're enjoyable. So as normally you get your masterpieces at uh, at a ten, and um, what's a what's a great game? I'm gonna say Bioshock Infinite. I think it's Hunter who doesn't love Bioshock Infinite. He's not here to defend it. I, I think that's a great game. I think that's like a nine or a ten um and lower scoring ones like bioshock 2 that's maybe at a uh at a 5 or a 6 um but we say games keep going past zero into the negatives where they start getting good again because they're so bad there's a good so where do you guys think this game we happy few falls on the scale you think it's in the positives or in the negatives it's so bad it's good tom what do you think
1: well i mean i do think i do think the you it'd be bad to say that the aesthetic doesn't work i think it's I think it is, does look wicked cool. Yeah. And, when, and it's funny, when I think of Don't Starve, I know that that was like something that, that you just mentioned a few different times. And they, in they, there. they
0: said they were after it, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just feel like, I, for, for me, I feel like there's like this kind of uh, crafting, you know, that would be involved. And if, I know that there is technically crafting,
0: but in terms of- not know, like, like layered crafting, like um, right. Don't Starve is though, yeah.
1: I don't know, It be it would have been cool if like, you could like go into an abandoned or one of these abandoned houses in one of these cities and kind of like try to survive and like build maybe build up that house or you know I don't know it just I agree with so many of like the comments people are making of just like it just the idea the concept is it seems like the really cool
0: didn't end up where we thought it would be or yeah I'm super
1: intrigued by the story like I, I'm c- compelled to like go online after this and try to read up and be like hey just what is like a rundown of like the whole story you know i mean like
0: the whole plot and the dlc on wikipedia and there's actually there's a there's the wikia um for we happy few that goes over everything And it it's it seems cool like there's like we talked about there's no children why is that and there's there's explanations behind everything and i mean i've talked about how like their narrative wasn't their original driving factor but it seems fine I mean, I I didn't experience that. I just read a summary, but it seems good enough to, to, if if you're interested in, to, to play through to see if you don't hate the gameplay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So I, I guess it just, there's a lot of like cool things that I, I guess just like, aren't like fully delivered on. Well, I, and it, but it doesn't seem like it's like inherently bad to me either. Um, again, I didn't, I, I, I didn't have hands on, so maybe it would have felt like more awkward or, but Seems fine, so I guess I'll just give it this sc- score that I feel like uh, is is that is just it's it's fine. fine, which is which is which is sad for it because I feel like it could have been uh,
0: super cool. A yeah. uh, four point five. Four point five. All right, uh, Frank. What do you think? I have a question, Chris. I don't know if you can you can answer this or not.
2: Okay. So you you can build a house. Let's find out. Or you just renovate a house. Uh, Let's find out Because if I can't put every single teacup That I stole in my house (laughs) All around like I used to do In Morrowind
0: uh, (laughs) There's no reason to steal them all So we we did get to see some of Wellington Wells and that is the most Visually interesting part It is very unique looking Got These streets that are glowing like rainbows and maybe that has to do with while you're on your joy as well. Cause that's the only way you'd be able to walking around the town. You know, it looks, it looks really cool. This is like what they showed in the announcement trailer that had everyone's attention The people doing these silly walks down the street. Like they're so, so damn happy. <laughs> um, yeah seeing this i'm like i want to explore more of this world and it reminds you right? of bioshock infinite like there's something very wrong with this under the surface but oh, there's a sweet little old lady which is terrifying because you can beat everyone that, to death
1: it, you know what it is that so, sorry i know this is uh, but it just kind of reminded me of an idea is something i was always interested to see in bioshock was to see it when but like before it went to shit didn't they? yeah, yeah, yeah like ra- like in the dlc like the. oh really oh man i never yeah i don't know well i i guess just that idea of like it just being like kind of pristine and it and i do like that in in this that it feels like the the world is still kicking you know what i mean like you're you're the only thing that's kind of like out of place yeah yeah and i mean you you can read
0: the, the plot and such but i mean as you're finding out as being ex, um, explained as you discover more about the world the the town of Wellington Wells is also crumbling. Um, it, like you saw how the, the ministry of truth like place you were working at, was not perfect. Like there were, everything was stacking up and stuff. It's um, yeah. Everything's sort of starting to fall apart and the stories mm. uh, explore that. Yeah. don't so, know. I, I mean, you may be able to take all your plates back to that. If, does that help?
2: <laughs> I mean, can I, can I strategically place them? I don't think so.
0: I, I don't know. I, how's that going to affect your score?
2: It's oh, it's affecting it <laughs> so much. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's okay. It's not bad. Okay. It's a little boring, in my opinion. And uh, I mean, it is what it is. You know, if you if you if you're watching the gameplay of it, and you're like, well, that looks like it could be fun for me. You know, you probably will enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give it a positive four
0: positive four got a 4.5 and a four
2: if if you could if you could fucking decorate your little area you know mm-hmm. uh, that it would be like a six but you can't so it's wow. just like what's <laughs> the point of
1: all this bullshit stuff you can collect uh, a four um yeah a big change for that <laughs> is there a place for my teacups <laughs> yes <laughs> it gives a, a 1.5 bump
0: um yeah so oh, this player's playing with permadeath right now and they're shoving people off of really tall towers I don't know. This is, it's an interesting case of where the engine the game is built on, like the developer tools and the quality of the work they did on their announcement trailer, really set the bar too high for them. Like I, like I was saying, it got so much attention that Gearbox offered to partner up, and made this a sixty dollar game when it was originally supposed to be a thirty dollar survival game, and the expectations of their audience in early access pushed it from this survival game into a more narrative game, and you still see these weird remnants of their original plan in the story mode that they've nerfed so much that it's it's just like i say just remnants of it and like you got the crafting and the joy pill meter it seems like they didn't spend as much time in it as they they wanted to because like crafting houses and stuff is um and more home alone style traps and stuff seems like what this game would need and i don't know at, at the base the mechanics just don't seem to be there um for like fun stealthy gameplay. I remember like the early days of like Metal Gear Solid. Um and that's a system where the controls are clunky as hell. My god, they're terrible. But regardless, like the the setting up the traps and like playing with the AI alert stuff, like a game ought to be really fun when it has those mechanics to play around with that kind of stuff and it just feels feels too clunky in this one to be that much fun and even though they say that's like they're pushing you around stealth and like that's what it's supposed to center around so i don't know just the the mechanics don't work that great so um like i said I, i feel bad that the people had these expectations thrust upon them and then they sort of conformed to them um and i wondered if maybe they hadn't partnered with gearbox and not done early access and had everyone tell them what the game ought to be um what their original version would have looked like maybe it would have just been a mediocre survival game too i don't know but like, like we've mm-hmm. all said, the overall aesthetic is really interesting, and I get that people see the aesthetic and they're like, "I want to know more about this world that you're creating." But, um, yeah, so it's I don't know, t- tough situation for the game all around, I guess. But, you know, but there's so many other games out there. I'm not, I'm not going to spend any more time in this. I didn't want to play it anymore. Like, if you want to do like crafting and stuff, I would jump back into Don't Starve or Raft or a game like that. You know, it's just they feel so much better more more interesting gameplay mechanics um not not the world itself isn't more interesting but the gameplay mechanics are so um yeah i'll I'll give it a four as well boy that's it i I didn't plan on stopping i didn't plan on stopping the score there and no one overtook bob oh but you know what frank frank you got further than i did so um frank I'll, i'll put another
2: how'd you how'd i get further than you
0: I really didn't want to play this game, Frank. And I, I really, did. I did a ton of research for this and watched lots of videos, but I did not want to play any more of this game. I also explored a lot off, off of the Is it because
2: mission. they were British?
0: Yeah, I didn't didn't want to hear anymore. So uh, let's see. We listen to the Queen. I'll <laughs> I'll I'll award you with a solid twelve points, Frank, and that puts us in a conundrum because you guys are tied. Oh no, who oh, could have no. guessed? So what do you
2: think? Rock paper scissors. Bob give, says, it give it to frank how
0: <laughs> self-sacrificial bob i'm gonna give you 10 more points no i'll give it to frank <laughs> well congratulations frank you can have a splicer bunny mask that is full size and operational Ooh. and you can i don't know put that on if you want to be weird uh it's it's, it's a bioshock mask so. do drugs commit crimes yeah and do your uh what was the drug they took in bioshock what was that oh shit, i don't remember Did they remake yeah. bioshock that's the question do they need to remake bioshock it's on the tip of I'd, my tongue. I'd kind of be up for it, honestly. I don't know. Bioshock 1 has been long enough that I, I wouldn't be mad. I guess they did remaster it, though.
1: It would definitely be, like, my top five gaming Adam. experiences. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, of course. Um, oops. I It would bioshock definitely would be would be for sure yeah
0: and because i I love it so much i would be very protective over it and like oh there's a cash grab are they gonna do it right and all this stuff but uh yeah no it's a it's a great game and more people should uh should experience it i guess maybe i don't know maybe would it would it live up to the is it just the is it the is the gameplay of that or is it the story i don't know i had a good experience playing it though and you know when you have an experience like that you want more people to experience it i
1: i remember like there are like just some set pieces in the game of like just different characters that you have to like go after and stuff that were just like really cool and like just the 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 different sections
0: of the of rapture are cool like here's the medical wing, yeah theater wing yeah it's um it's a well designed game that kind of breaks up its levels really well yeah and uh, that's why everyone wanted to compare We Happy Few to it, so... And
1: it's got the best twist, uh, you know, ever. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's, a, it's it's, good stuff. And it makes you uh, an Ayn Rand conservative, too, so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> By the sweat of our brow. Um, Alright, so, yeah, that is We Happy Few. Yeah, we, low scores, but it was interesting. It was a journey, you guys. It was the...